0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, welcome, welcome, I'm glad you guys got a chance to stop by This is Black Nurse Bible Biblecast, such an awesome day to be alive um, This is a recording right now of, of the episode that um, I had to get out um, before uh, Resurrection Sunday um, So, um, I hope you guys are doing well I uh, know that um, again, we're living in a, a time right now that is just crazy, right? Crazy. I mean, I, I I don't know how to describe it. Um, but if you are are um a child of God and, and you and you are your eternal south your eternal security is secure and you understand. You know who's in control, who's in charge. You know that God is always in control, even in the midst of chaos. Do you understand that in the midst of of chaos and confusion and, and even of a pandemic, that God still is in control? Oh, man. Listen, God ain't shook. He's not shook about the coronavirus. He's not. He he understands about. The coronavirus more than we do More than the doctors do More than the scientists do, right? He understands And who better In this time to lean on And that is Lean on God Lean on the Lord Right now Okay, I mean, listen Don't rely on don't rely on your neighbors, your friends, your CNN, your Fox News, your your headline news, or however way you get your latest updates. Open up the word of God and get the update. <laughs> right? When the update says this many people have been infected with the coronavirus and this many people have died, unfortunately, with the coronavirus. Listen, open up your Bible and get the update. Get the update. Get the verse of the day. Encourage yourself in the midst of this. Okay, understand. Don't live in fear. Live in faith. Understand that. <sighs> Listen, this recording um, is out of John 17. One of my favorite. One of my favorite passages. Chapters in, t- in the entire Bible. This chapter was the one that helped bring me to Christ. It was uh, read in a time in my life when I read it, when I had first accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in my life. As I read it, it just brought tears to my eyes to hear. How powerful Jesus' prayer. This is what it was about. It was Jesus' prayer before he uh, was crucified. And only in the Gospel of John do you find it. You don't find it in Matthew, Mark, or Luke. But for some reason in John, that's where you see this chapter. And I'm telling you, if anybody knew how to pray, Jesus knew how to pray. And uh, I'm telling you that prayer... It's really a powerful prayer I want you to follow along with me As I read it And uh, so much content So much to say about it That I I, unfortunately I wasn't able to get through The entire chapter But I'm telling you though I want you When you get a chance Read that entire chapter Of John 17 It is beautiful Poetic It is Exposes the real heart of God Okay. And uh, yeah. But other than that, I hope that you are having a wonderful day. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you're having a wonderful uh, holy week, I would say, or Passover week, or however way you just uh, uh, celebrate this week. Um, And yes, celebrate, celebrate. I don't care whether it's uh, whatever's going on. Okay. Christ is to be celebrated regardless. okay this is about salvation and this is the, one of the greatest moments in human history is the death and burial of the death burial and resurrection of our lord and savior jesus christ so why don't you sit back and relax and enjoy this next episode this awesome episode of black nurse bible Cast. So one of my favorite passages in the scriptures in the Bible um, is actually a chapter. It's uh, found John 17. And I recall a time in my walk with the Lord when um, I was following along with the disciples as the days were approaching um, the Lord's crucifixion. And I remember um, reading... I was at a park one day and I was reading um just the kind of the the lead up to you know the Lord's Supper as they met in the in the room in the upper room there was a, a place where they were it was prepared for them to meet where the disciples and Jesus would take the last supper and uh or what we know now know is either the Lord's Supper I think at that time they call it the in biblical the biblical terminology or the title in most of your Bibles will say the last supper. But, um, <clears throat> I, I, um, I remember I was reading, um, the book, the, through the book of John It was one of my first books that I began to read when I, you know, first really became saved. And, and, um, yeah, I found the chapter of, uh, the 17th chapter of John was such a, um, Just a revealing uh, chapter that really showed to me the heart of God and how he really feels about us and how his his intention was to bring us, you know, to be with the father and and to have that fellowship with us. And so this is really where, in my opinion, um, you know, we can attend to go from from religion to relationship because it is truly about a relationship with the Lord and I love um as we read this um in John 17 how his prayer you know the Lord's prayer was. And so how he was praying to the father and remember, you know, prayer is just simply, you know, communicating with God. And so isn't, I think it's wonderful that we have a savior like Jesus Christ that actually bridges the gap between us and God so that we can now communicate with the Lord and, and, you know, there, there could be at least some form of communication between him and us. So, um, I'm just excited about um, what's getting ready to uh, take place this weekend. I know that uh, we're we're approaching uh, Easter Sunday, and uh, it's it's a very meaningful. I would have to say it's a very meaningful holiday or meaningful day to commemorate. Um, I wouldn't even call it a holiday, really. I I really. To me, uh, calling Easter a holiday Is kind of to diminish the importance Of it, and I just feel like This holiday, this ho- even though I said It just now um, This day, or specific uh, Time of the year Is such an awesome time When it comes to uh, commemorating the, the life of Jesus And the death of Jesus, the resurrection The power of Jesus And um, this is all kind of encapsulated caps- in The entire Holy Week from the Time, you know, um, of what they call Palm Sunday, him um, riding in on a donkey, being victorious, as well as the death of Christ. You know, you know, uh, going from one victory and one triumphant entry um, into Jerusalem on a donkey to where then next thing you know, he's being hung up on a cross. You know, so what a transition from that, for one thing to the other. You know, and then of course we get the victory the victory at the end of the story but imagine and look how how Jesus has suffered you know in order to 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 have be victorious in the end and that's how it is with some of our lives that's how it is with our circumstances and situations. A lot of times you know um, um, you know our circumstance or situations will allow us or, or have us in situations where we don't know our way out. It seems like we're going to die. It seems like, you know, if God doesn't rescue us, we're not going to make it. But it's amazing how, you know, through it all, God, you know, just continues to watch us and keep us keep us going. So this is considered the prayer of Jesus. And after saying all these things, Jesus looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so he can give glory back to you. For you have given him authority over everyone. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. And this is the way to have eternal life. To know you The only true God And Jesus Christ The one you sent to earth I brought glory to you Here on earth By completing the work You gave me to do Now Father bring me Into the glory We shared before the world began I have revealed to you I revealed you To the ones You gave me From this world They were always yours You gave them to me And they kept your word Now they know that everything I have Is a gift from you For I have passed on To them the message you gave me They accepted it And know that I came from you And they believe you sent me My prayer is not for the world But for those who have given me You have given me because they belong to you. All who are mine belong to you and you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. Now I am departing from the world. They are staying in this world, but I am coming to you. Holy father, you have given me your name. Now protect them by the power of your name. So that they will be united just as we are. During my time here, I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that not one was lost except for, except the one headed for destruction as the scriptures have foretold. Now I am coming to you and I told them many things while I was with them in this world so they would be filled with my joy. I have given them to your word, given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world. Just as I do not belong to the world I am not asking you To take them out of the world But to keep them safe From the evil one They do not belong To this world any more than I do Make them holy by your truth Teach them Your word which is truth Just as you sent me Into the world I am sending them into the world And I give them I give my Self As a holy sacrifice for them So they can be made holy by your truth I am praying not only for these disciples But also for all who will believe Ever believe in me Through their message I pray that they will all be one Just as you and I are one As you are in me Father and I am in you And may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me. I have given them the the glory you gave me so they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want want these whom you have given me to be with me where I am. Then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began. O righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do, and these disciples know you sent me. I have revealed you to them, and I will continue to do so then your love for me will be in them and I will be in them wow so isn't that a wonderful scripture or I would say a chapter so as I said before this is one of the reasons why uh, John 17 this has been my favorite chapter um, it really tells the heart of Jesus Christ here. This is um, really the moment that Christ prayed this last prayer before, uh, moments before he was arrested, moments before um, he had to endure the cross for all of us. And this was uh, such a, I would have to say such a heartfelt prayer and uh, to the father, he really, I feel like he really poured his heart out, and uh, yeah, this is, this is pretty awesome, kind of, let's kind of uh, walk through this a little bit, Um, and I want to pick up some things that we, um, that he mentions here, okay, so one, uh, it says here, uh, Father, the hour has come, glorify your son so that so he can give glory back to you now notice here he says the hour has come which means that this is the moment in which you know he's getting ready to go to the cross he's he says this is it this is this is this is the time now and he's asking him that he sees that this moment even though he had to endure the pain of the cross and during endure um not only the pain in the cross, but also, you know, uh, the pain of having the sin of the world put upon him. He is also seeing this as to glorify his son, glorify him, as he, you know, what I'm saying, so that he can give glory back to the to others to the Father. And this is amazing part here because even in the midst of what he's getting ready to endure, he's still he's. He's also looking at being able to give glory back to the father. This is how much love Jesus had for God. Okay, he in the midst of or or what's getting ready to happen. He's also still wanting to give glory back to the father. He says, for you have given him authority over everyone. Now, this is pretty powerful as well, because we have to understand that. That at the at the time of of his crucifixion, and after he endured the the pain on the cross and everything, that um, he will become victorious over death and over sin, mainly over sin and then over death, I should say, in that order. The reason why, because as we discover. Is that the reason why is because the purpose for him dying was to, was to be the sacrificial lamb of God was to be the, 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 the individual or the person that God would use to sacrifice in order to redeem us from all of our sin. Okay. This is why, um, honestly, this is one of the things that has really brought me closer to the Lord in my personal life, because I fully understand this now that the love of God was so um, he he was it was so uh, deep for me that he um, gave his son for me and that his son, um, his son wanted this. His son wanted to endure this in order to give um, the glory to the father, but also. It, it wasn't without the fact that Jesus would have all authority, and this is where we as Christians have to understand that now the reason why Jesus Christ and His name is so powerful, and it's and it's the reason why we go to this because of the authority that He now has through I was being in, I was having to endure the cross and having to um, endure the pain and suffering, but. To overcome the sin, overcoming the sin and overcoming death, but mainly overcoming sin, you know, being a sinless Lamb of God without sin. Okay. That's, that's what made him, this is what made him the perfect qualifier to, to, to be the sacrificial Lamb on the cross is so that he can conquer sin. Okay. He, he was able to do that. Through his sacrifice on the cross. Now he says he gives eternal life. He says, here it is right here. He gives eternal life to each one you have given him. See? So he, which he's talking about the Father, gives eternal life to each one he has, you have given him. And in this way, this is the way to have eternal life. And here it is to know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. Okay? I brought the I brought glory to you here on earth by completing the work you have gave me to do. See this. So again, um, this is really coming to the apex or the, the 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 moment or the top of the very thing that He has He has came here to do was the crucifixion. Now, Father, bring me into the glory we shared before the world began. Now this is beautiful too, because. We have to understand that Jesus Christ has always been with the Father. Jesus Christ, before the world began, was with the Father. Okay? From the very beginning, when we read... By the time we're reading in Genesis, Jesus had been with the Father, like for all eternity so there was always a, a a closeness a unitedness a a oneness of of him and the father and it shows that he says now father bring me into the glory we shared before the world began so the before the world began he was there okay we that's something we have to understand i have revealed you to the ones you gave me from this world, okay, they were always yours. You gave them to me, and and they have kept your word. Now they know everything I have is a gift from you, okay. For I have passed on to them the message you gave me. Now I'm gonna start right there, verse eight. The message, the message is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The message is what we have now, just as we we're speaking right now, and just as we're revealing. right Right now, we're talking right now is the message of, of Jesus Christ. OK, this is the most powerful message that Christians we have. This is the. It, it may seem simple. It may seem seem like we've uh, repetitive, but throughout the entire uh, moments after Christ had died on the cross, from the time He resurrected, from the time we we're talking Good Friday, which is today, and going into the third, going into the third day when He when He resurrects, that's Easter Sunday. This is the message of Jesus Christ. This is the most powerful moment that we have in human history because of the fact that the message is included in. The message of Jesus Christ dying on the cross, uh, conquering sin and conquering death. This is the most powerful message. OK, they accepted it and know that I came from you and they believe you sent me. This is powerful. OK, now let's continue on here. Verse nine, my prayer, excuse me, my prayer is not for the world, but for those you have given me because they belong to you. OK, all who are mine belong to you and you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. Now, listen to this. I, I think this is very intriguing to me. Now, he he mentions, he mentions here um, in verse 10. All who are mine belong to you and you have given them to me so that they so that so they bring me glory now if you notice here he he takes possession and, and, and he's saying that these are mine or all, all who are mine now this to me I w- I'm going to say something that may be a little controversial but I kind of really believe this here um, he's saying that all who are mine belong to you now this is this to me, um, to me signifies that he have foreknowledge as to who is going to be his, who is going to be his disciples, who are going to be his followers, who are going to uh, uh, be the ones that is going to accept him. And the reason why I say that because. And the reason why I kind of say this controversial because some people don't believe that there is what you call predestination. Predestination, what it means is someone. Like God, because he has foreknowledge and he has predetermined already who's going to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, a personal savior. Okay, so all who are mine belong to you and you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. All who are mine belong to you. So he's saying this. There's several things I'm getting out of this. You believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in Jesus Christ. We are his and they also belong to God. It's not just him alone. Remember, Jesus and God are one. Jesus the father. I mean, Jesus the son and and God the father. Okay. Or God the father and God and God the son. Well, how it's kind of how we say it in, in church as well. But in other words, he already knows who going to Coming to the kingdom of God, He knows who going to come into heaven. He knows uh, who in the end will make it in. Um, um, and because, and the reason why I have to say this is because He has foreknowledge. He doesn't. God doesn't have the same kind of limited knowledge that we have. And the reason why I say limited because we don't know who uh, who going to go to heaven. Here we are. We might. You might be a person that that may have um, uh, all kind of characteristics and things that you do that is just like, you you don't seem like you you're going to go to heaven because of the way you live but we don't know that because at the end of the day you may be the one that accept christ you might be like the um and i'm kind of skipping ahead in the story here but you might be like the thief on the cross the thief on the cross he was he he basically accepted christ the Lord Jesus Christ right there, right before he died on the cross next to Jesus. So you might be one that might have lived a life of crime or a life of, of whatever. And then at the last moment, you decide, I, you know what, Lord, I've, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I, I know I'm wrong and I deserve hell. But Lord, if you just please have mercy on me. And I believe and I trust in you. I trust in your in 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 your your cruci your your death and your death on the cross for me. And If you believe that from your heart, according to the word of God, not according to me, not according to you, not according to what society says or culture or people say, well, I think he deserved it. You know what? According to the Bible, according to Jesus Christ himself, he says he is like that. Like he said to the thief on the cross today, you'll be with me in paradise. Now, I'm telling you this is a message of the gospel that forgives you for the wrong that you and I have done. This is what it's all about. It's about forgiveness. Forgiveness. I forgive you because I love you, because I want you to enter into my presence. I want you to be with me. That's what this message is. It's really about it's love it's love it's love it's love because remember like it says in John 3:16 for what for God so what love the world that he did what that he gave his only son that's powerful right and the promise is that whosoever believe in him, Will not perish. That means will not die. We're not spiritually die. We're not be eternally separated from the Father from God. But we'll have what everlasting life. It will have eternal life. We'll live forever. That is John three sixteen. Remember that. OK, remember how that is broken down. Remember the promises in that scripture, rem- that verse. Remember the, the 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 fact that God loved us. And this is why I want to say that here it says all who are mine belong to you and you have given them to me. So they bring me glory. We'll be right back. Okay, so welcome back. So here he says, here he says, now verse 11. Now I'm departing from the world. They are staying in this world for I am coming to you. Holy Father, you have given me your name. So now protect them by the power of your name so that they will be united just as we are. During my time here. I protected them by the power of the name you gave me. I guarded them so that they, so that not one was lost except for, except the one headed for destruction as the scriptures foretold. Let's stop right here. This is very interesting too, guys. All right. And, and, and I want, I want, you know, this, this to me It needs to be explained. All right. So he says here, he says, um, during a time here, You know, here on earth, basically, he's saying, "I protected them by the power of the name, of the name you gave me." Okay, it says, "I guarded them so that not one was lost." Now, understand this: he still regards people that um, that don't accept him as being lost. Okay. there are people that will not accept the Lord Jesus Christ there are people and there will be people that won't just they just won't and they are in God's eyes they will be lost Okay, he doesn't see them as um, evil But he does see them as lost in a way. Okay, now I want to I want to emphasize this here when he says he says if yeah except the one headed for destruction as the scriptures foretold. Now understand this again. This is very this is very uh, um, revealing. Okay, if you're lost. OK, according to God, guess what? He says that you are headed for destruction. OK, he now in this verse, he's actually talking about Judas Iscariot. OK, um, he had remember he had he had 12 disciples. These men were ones that will follow him anywhere. He They're going to eventually follow him to the very end. OK, these are the same men. That as they were walking with the Lord, they began to learn of him, learn of the kingdom of God, learn of the teachings of the kingdom, kingdom of God. Learn of, of all the things that that, that that God wanted. And now remember, Jesus was the go-between. He is the go-between. He is the person. He's the mediator between us and God, okay? And the way we knew God or know God or made the disciples know God is through Jesus Christ. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, right? He is the bridge. He's the bridge between us us and God himself God wanted to reach us God wanted to link himself with us and so what did he do he sent his son Jesus Christ during this time the disciples they were the ones that that was walking with Jesus they were eating lunch with Jesus waking up with Jesus going to bed next to Jesus in other words the physical body of Jesus hanging around them and this was God in the flesh They got a chance to be next to God in the in the flesh, not in the spirit, but in the flesh veiled in the flesh. Okay, and that's what I say. God in the flesh here. Okay, so he these disciples had a chance and and Judas was among them. See, Judas was among them. And now here's why I said what I said earlier about predestined he knew that G- that Judas would ultimately be lost and he would be headed for destruction i'm a, I'm gonna I'm a stop right here and I'm gonna mention this and I, I I please I want you all to hear me on this one. it is such a tragedy it is such a, a, a just a, a tragedy to be able or to have walked or have went to church or grown up in church or know the word um, as well, as well as you do um, and still go to hell. Okay. Some of you may be like, what? I'm going to tell you the, you could Judas was around Jesus. He saw the miracles, okay he was there when he saw uh um, um, he saw the miracles of him walking on the water uh you know calming to see healing uh people uh uh um, you know casting out demons uh he heard the teachings of the kingdom of God, the beatitudes he heard all those times all, all the things now imagine that imagine that imagine imagine you being around uh, this gospel the word of God all your life and yet you ultimately decide or you ultimately not decide but never gave your life to Christ never gave your heart to Christ you knew the word just knowing the word is not enough okay not you know what i'm saying you could teach the word you can share the word with anybody but i'm telling you if you have not if your heart i'm talking about your heart your your if you haven't given your life over to him if you have given your heart over to the lord if he's not living inside of you then according to god you're lost and he sees it And do you know how much it agonizes God to see you all your life, never, never really giving your heart and your life over to him? Do you know how, how, how agonizing that is? Because he loves us. He loves us. He loves you like he loves me. Do you know you can hear this gospel message even as you're listening to the sound of my voice? And it doesn't mean that you're gonna be in in heaven. You're not gonna be a part of Him because to be in heaven is to be a part of God. And you know something? If you want nothing to do with God, if your life, uh, if you love other things more than you love God, if you chase after things, if you live for other things more than you live for the Lord, your heart is not for Him. It's not. He wants your full heart. He wants you to be devoted and attended to him. But he wants to have a relationship with you. If you if you read the Bible like it's a novel book or a fairy tale book, guess what? That's all it'll ever be to you. If you listen out of curiosity, kind of curious to see whether or not. Oh, what does what does the Bible say? I mean. It's just a good reference book to you, but it's never going to be something that reveals truth to you because of the simple fact that you don't want truth. You just want something that makes you feel good. Okay? so I'm telling you, please, I, 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 I appeal to you in the sound of my voice and while you still have time, if you haven't given your heart and your life over to Jesus Christ, don't wait till it's too late. All right, don't wait till don't wait. Don't don't chance it. Say you on your deathbed because you may not get that chance. Okay. your death, your death, your, your exit out of here may be so quick. You may not have a chance to confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You may not have that chance. Okay. you may not. So don't waste this moment. On And this moment also being so significant. Every year we talk about the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ, not just on Resurrection Sunday, not just on Good Friday, but we talk about it throughout the year. Every time you step foot in the church, do yourself a favor and don't waste any moment. Don't waste any time. Do it today. But make sure you do it and be sincere about it. Don't just say oh I'm I'm, I'm gonna do it, but you really ain't sincere. Be sincere. If you love God and, and if you listen, if you have doubts, tell him I have doubts, but I want to know you. Tell the truth in your prayer. The I always tell people when you pray to God, be truthful, be honest, don't don't lie to God. Don't do that. If you're gonna pray, and you want to know God, you want to know God for real in sincerity and truth, then come to him that way. Don't, don't half step with this. Go a hundred percent in. Do not half step with God. Okay. God wants your full heart devoted. Some people understand this because they. Like, for instance, if you, if you're a woman and you're standing there in front of your soon to be husband, your groom, you're the bride, and you're standing there in front of all these people, in front of the Lord, in front of the pastor or the priest or preacher, whoever's marrying you, do you want that man to give you a half hearted, uh, a half-hearted promise that he going to love and protect you and love and be with you. Do you want him to be a ha- a half-hearted promise? No, you want his full devotion, his full the vow to be in full and to be promised sincerity out of his heart. He not going He's not supposed to stand there and just tell you what you want. Oh, I'm just going to give you I'm just going to tell you exactly what you want to hear cuz it sounds good. You know what? If you're like that with God, he knows it. He knows it when it come out of your mouth. He knows it before you even speak it. Okay. So don't come to him with a half hearted, uh, confession or half hearted, uh, uh, thinking that you are, are, I'm just going, I'm just going to say this to God. Okay. Come to him with your honest heart. If it doesn't, if you feel like it's not worth it, then say that, something. But i tell you one thing, if you listen to this podcast, okay, if you listen to this podcast right now, you've already been exposed and shown, so please, don't let this moment pass you by, okay? Please don't, because at this moment in time, and the time that we're living in right now, The time that we're living in with all the things that we got in this world. You never know, number one, when you're going to meet the Lord. You may meet the Lord tonight. You may meet the Lord tomorrow. You may meet the Lord in your sleep. You may meet the Lord anytime and he may even come back before you meet him. Some people think that they're not going to meet him until they die some people think that, you know, whatever they think. I don't know, There's so many things, but we don't know. We have no clue. And you have no clue like I have no clue. So don't sit up here and and think you got time. Don't do that. That's a bad mistake. You you're, you're chancing it. You you're playing Russian roulette with your with your salvation. Okay? And and again, I say this to you because I don't want you to think that Oh, that putting pressure or anything of that nature, either. This is your decision. This is up to you. This is your eternal destiny. Understand this: this life that you live ain't ain't a life that is a life that is, you're gonna just you know think that that this is it. Okay, this is it. No, this is not it. This is you must say. This is the prelude. The prelude to the, begin, to the beginning of your eternal life Your eternal life was going to last forever Now you will spend eternity somewhere It may be in heaven or it may be in hell But you're going to spend eternity somewhere So don't think oh well I'm going to die and that's going to be it for me No it won't be it It will be it in the sense that yeah if you die away from the Lord It will be it for you yes Yes you will be lost and you will be in destruction. And the Bible talks about that. So don't let this be the moment that you let this pass by and you just, okay, well, that was good. I, I, yeah, I was cool what he said and keep it moving. No, take this seriously. Take your eternal life seriously. You can't live for me. I can't live for you. You can't live for your mother, your father. You can't, you can't go to Christ. You can't ride on that. Well, I know my mom and dad. They they were they were you know they were Christian. Or, you know, or 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 my my son, he or you know, whoever. You can't go on to heaven based on who you know. It ain't gonna work. You gotta everybody faces the Lord on their own. And please, like I said, I appeal to you um, about this being serious. Give your life to the Lord today. Don't wait. Do it today. I don't care whether you understand it fully or not. If you all you have to do is be sincere about you wanting to live for God. You wanting God to be in your heart. That's all you have to start off with. Be honest and sincere with the Lord. Don't 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 uh, be uh, don't don't pretend with him because he already knows he already knows. We're the only ones that don't know, but you're not living for us. You're living for God. Amen. So listen, I know I went kind of long. So again, I just want you guys to really fully understand that. John 17, this is an important chapter It's one of my favorite chapters This is a time where Jesus Christ Prayed his last prayer Before going to the cross And it's a very powerful prayer It's a very awesome prayer I suggest you read it I suggest you go over it again And and you're going to pick up Some good Some good understanding About where his heart was at You know, a lot of times, you know, people pray, like I said before, you pray with sincerity. You pray what's on your mind, what's on your heart, what matters most to you. And in this scripture, in this passage here, you see what matters most to Jesus Christ at this time, at this moment in time. Okay. So, this is the day. If you're listening to this recording right now, this is. Uh, Good Friday. This is the time in which Jesus Christ was crucified on the cross. Um, I unfortunately ran out of time uh not being able to get to the end of the part of of um, his crucifixion on the cross. Maybe we will still kind of go um, uh, some, you know, maybe section by section or uh, some scriptures in it so that we can talk about it. But um, that was my goal. We had, um, I had some time c- constraints, uh, due to just, you know, the change of schedule. We have a lot going on, um, at my job as well. So, um, I picked up a second job as well. And so there's a lot going on in personal life, of course. And understand that, that though, what, what's most important though is that, um, is that you understand, um, uh, just like I do, the the love that God has for us man you know we 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 have so much going on in our lives i'll be honest with you and 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 this is a time that has never in my opinion has never been done in human history uh, unprecedented uh, unprecedented okay um listen uh this this virus is coronavirus it's it's something else it is um a worldwide disaster okay and but I, I also understand that as devastating as it is as the loss of life that has occurred to a lot of people unfortunately Um, um I also understand that remember that this life is temporal okay we, we're going to if we don't if, if none of us get sick because of the virus or die because of the virus that's to say you know, understand that our life is still temporal. OK, you're not going to live forever like I'm not going to live forever. I'm going I'm I'll be leaving here and I'll be going to heaven. I'm going to be going with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm going to see my mom and dad again. I'm going to see my grandparents again. Why? Because I'm committing and I have committed my heart, and my life to the Lord. And so with that being said, you know, I understand, too, that my life is not forever. Your life is not forever here on Earth. Okay, the Earth and everything is temporal. It goes away. It dies. It it withers. It ages. And that's how our life will be. Our life will always be uh, a moment by moment. What you do in this life while you have it is to make an impact to to do something for the Lord to to. To understand that very full well if you have children if you have uh, parents grandparents uh, people that are in your life special people in your life don't if you're a Christian right now don't leave here without making an impact on someone let them they they ought to be able to be able to say that you know what through everything that I known of this this man or this woman that they they lived for the Lord or they talked about the Lord and they really really were passionate about God and their, and God was their first and foremost priority in their life through Jesus Christ okay understand that we can do a lot of stuff in the world okay yes there is like I told you before I had a busy schedule but at the same time I have to understand too that you know this here this is what's most important out of everything i do out of all the, the the things that i put my hands to do god is most important in my life he's the one to take priority and you know something i don't care if i have to you know take the time out to to share the gospel this is what i'm doing okay this is what i'm doing i want you uh the listener to 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 know that god loves you and I mean, he loves you. And I mean, when I say he loves you, he loves you way more than what I think we all understand how deep his love is. But the way you truly understand that is uh experiencing it, experiencing his love for you. I fell in love with God like, man, like some years ago, like many years ago, I would have to say. I see at least 10 plus years ago now. And I tell you, it, it's it's not like religion. It's not like going to church. It's just not. It's um, it's an experience that I had that took me uh, from from religion, um, legality, being legalistic to to really experiencing God in a way that that I love him with all my heart. I understand that He loves me. I understand now that um, my life, uh, the way I live it, and the perspective I have, is because He just—I mean, He just loves me in spite of myself, and He's shown me so much favor and so much love in my life. And I—and I'm not going to tell you, sit up here and say that I didn't go through anything. I've been through quite a bit of stuff. Okay. And I, I, you know, I'm not to get in detail and personal, but I've been through a lot of stuff. I'm sure some of you have too. But when I tell you that uh, my experience with God has carried me through those times. He's carried me through the dark times of my life. He's carried me through things that and, you know, uh, mistakes that I've made. Okay. Mistakes that I've made, things that I have done, and he still loved me. See, that? I mean, i that's my passion is to tell you and to share with you that God loved me, man. Like in spite of what the decisions I've made, decisions that I've done, I can sit up here and beat myself up about anything and everything that I've done in my life. But you know something, God, man. I mean, God loves me, and that's what matters most to me. He lo- He not just loved me, and I not stick with that. No, throughout my life, He has actually really dealt with me. He's really, He's really um, walked with me, carried me through some very challenging times, and He's proven to me that no matter what, I'm with you. You want somebody that loves you in spite of, man, give your heart and life to God. There's moments where I, I it was hard for me to pray. It was hard for me to call out on him, but he was there. And I look back over my life now. And I know people say this in church all the time, but it's true. I have looked back over my life and I can honestly say that God has truly been faithful to me. He's, he's taking me through some, some things in my life and my life, but the rough things in my life might not, might not be as rough as yours, but for me, they were okay. For me, they were, and you know something I praise God, man. I praise God. Here I am today. I'm still surviving. I'm still in his hand. I'm still, I mean, in the natural, I still have things. I'm I'm still standing. I'm still, you know, praising the Lord. I I have a job. I have a, I have transportation. I have shelter. I mean, uh, you know, I, I have even a love in my life that I never thought I'd have. It's just amazing to me how good God is. It's amazing to me how good God is. And and I'm just being sincere to you right now. It is truly amazing. Listen, don't if you're a person that don't understand him, please give your heart and life to him right now. Give it to him. Give it to him. Listen, you do everything else, you must well give your life to to the Lord. So Uh, I have nothing to gain out of this, you know, but I just in my heart of hearts, I appeal to you because I know how good God is. I know how good he is and how how good he has been to me. So, you know, um, I don't know who that was for. I know that was probably for someone, but I tell you what, my my testimony is sincere and uh, I just wanted you to hear that um about about me a little bit. But uh this John 17 really means a lot to me. And um again, I want you guys to to really take to heart what Good Friday means and the Resurrection Sunday means. In case I don't get a chance to do another recording before then. I want you to know that Resurrection Sunday is resurrection or Easter Sunday or whatever they want to call it. Resurrection Sunday is what I, I now understand it to really be because we talk about Jesus Christ raising, rising from the dead and, and, and conquering. He conquered sin and death for us, for you, and for me. <sighs> understand the importance of this day, okay? Understand the importance of this of, of the sacrifice He made for us, and understand that this this is a day that if you want to give your life to God, this is a good moment, good time, right now. All right, so let's pray real quick, and uh, and and uh, we'll we're we'll in this podcast. Father God, thank you, Lord, for another day. Thank you for for watching over us. Thank you for watching over us throughout the year, God. You, what I said about 2020 being a revealing year, I there the, is it's, I had no clue, I had no clue that we would we would see what we see, Lord. Throughout the year, we've had some major things that have already happened. We started off the year with uh, the death of Kobe Bryant. Man, that was, man, I just know one's seen that coming. Um, and a lot of things, you know, a lot of deaths that have happened, uh, famous and not so famous. Maybe some of my listeners have lost loved ones. Um, then now we have this this pandemic, this coronavirus that actually has been brewing since last year. And now here we are in the United States and well over uh, a number of, goodness, close to, I would have to say close to well over a thousand, maybe two thousand, three thousand people dead. Okay, dead. And over, over, I'd say 15,000 have already contracted this virus. And this is not just a virus that's that's going on in the United States, Lord, but this is a virus that's happened worldwide. God, I've never seen nothing like this in my life. And I know that you know you have all power. First of all, I ask right now, and I know that you hear a lot of prayers and a lot of prayers are going up to you right now. God, I ask right now that you would uh, be with those that are in the hospital, be with those that are that 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 are sick with this virus. God, you are a healer. God, you can eliminate this virus. But Lord, because you are God and I know that you can do all things. And when things don't happen according to our way and according to our understanding, God, there is some kind of way. and something that 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 you're also showing us. It doesn't show that you're weak doesn't show that this virus is more than what you can handle I think that you can handle all things And I know that you can handle all things But Lord, I know that this is a time that we should be turning to you And God, I thank you for this moment I thank you for this opportunity I thank you for this opportunity that I'm alive To be able to, to, to share with my listeners about you God, I ask right now that that those that are in the sound of my voice That they take this, this time seriously in the midst of a pandemic In the midst of a holy week, in the midst of understanding your death and burial on the cross and your resurrection, Lord, I thank you right now for every single person that will accept the Lord Jesus Christ. This is up to them. It's not up to me, but it's up to them to accept you. You said in your word, John 17, that that your prayer was for them. Your prayer was for them that they will be in in you as you are in them and they will be united and they will be with the Father. And Father God, I thank you right now for the opportunity. I thank you for the blessing. I thank you for Jesus Christ, the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ being sent on the cross for every single one of us. God, this is the greatest gift. It's a free gift. God, we haven't didn't have to earn it. We didn't have to we didn't have to do any amount of good deeds to get it. Eternal life is free and I thank you for it. Father God, those of us those of us that are that are in as a Christian understand the love of God in their life. Now give us the passion to be able to share the gospel. Right now is the right time to share the gospel. Right now is the right time to share with others about the love of Jesus Christ, to share our testimony right now. Is the right time to go out and preach the gospel and so no matter what we're doing whether you are a lay person whether you're just a person a janitor cleaning up the street it don't matter if you know the gospel of Jesus Christ, we pray that, that the Lord will infuse you, empower you with the Holy Spirit to go out and share the gospel, to share with your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your, your, your son or your daughter, or your grandchild, or no matter who it is. Now, right now is the time. Right now is the time to, to turn to the Lord. If you're listening in the sound of my voice, uh, right now is the time. God give us the power Empower us by your Holy Spirit And Lord I ask right now Lord that you would just continue to bless us Continue to keep us Keep us safe Keep us safe Not just by way Of your spirit And your power But keep us safe By doing the things The right things We're supposed to do Father I just pray For those that uh, The nurses That are in the hospital The doctors That are in the hospital Right now Trying to care For these patients Lord there's so many People dying And Lord I pray That, that those of us That that may that may end up going that we have eternal life, that we believe in you, that we trust in you, that our lives are committed to you. So God forbid that if, uh, you know, like I said, if something were to happen to us, Lord, we know where our eternal destiny is. We know where we're going from here. We know that our life is temporal. We know that our life is not forever here, but our life is eternal with you. And Father God, I ask right now that those of us that are not prepared, get us prepared, get us get us ready in the name of Jesus. Father, we know you're coming back soon. We don't know if it's going to happen soon, like right now. But we do know because all the signs are showing that eventually you will be coming back. So, Lord, help us help us in our minds, our heart, not to be scared, not to be worried, because it's not a time to worry. It's not a time to be fearful. But Lord, I thank you right now. And I praise you for everything you're doing, everything you are, whoever, who uh, all the things that you are going to be doing in our lives. God, I thank you from this time forth and may my listeners, my families, my friends, my everybody be blessed. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Well, guys, that's it for me. Um I know this is a lengthy Bible cast. I'm glad that you stopped by. I'm glad that you hang in there, hung in there and uh and and just really, really understand my heart. Understand that that the goal of my heart is to really share the gospel with you. And 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 this has been my passion when it comes to the this this Bible cast, actually. I started off with the podcast. Now I'm doing a bible cast and I'm actually still doing a podcast. Um um, those of you that are interested, um, I, I still kind of do some things on the uh, tech stuff, um, tech and video games and some movie reviews. Of course, there's no theater movie reviews right now because all the theaters right now are are shut down because of the virus. But I do still talk about the movies and talk about um, some some um, just some movies that that we can li- we can watch now. Then while we're at home, you know, Netflix, all the streaming services, Hulu and. things things like that but um yeah that that's something that I enjoy talking about, but that's not my passion. this is my passion right here and uh I just want you guys to know that i I you know I can again, again I love doing what I do. I love sharing this gospel with you. I hope that you're getting something out of it please do me a huge favor subscribe and share this podcast with someone okay someone that will that that should listen to it someone that will receive it pray for the pray for them before you 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 share it with them so that the Holy Spirit can prepare their heart. Hey, listen, I love you guys and uh, keep us all in prayer. Keep me in prayer as well. okay? and until next time, God willing, I'll be talking to you next time. You have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. And if I don't hear from you then or if you don't hear from me, happy Resurrection Day and may the Lord bless you all.